Hi, this is Jen of JenniferThayerKnight.com. Let's explore the depths of predestination and wrestle with the questions it presents around free will and God's plan for our lives. This week's post, What is Predestination? Sitting on the side of the old white porcelain bathtub, the seconds crept by as I waited to see if the tiny blue line would appear. As the line faintly emerged, my heart leapt with joy. I could hardly contain myself. I ran out of the bathroom, through the bedroom, down the hall, through the kitchen, and out the back screen door, where I saw my husband taking the garbage out. Running down the alley, I screamed as I ran towards him, I'm pregnant! Unparalleled to most events in my life, my excitement carried on as I began to buy every book possible on pregnancy. I read every book, watched the TV shows, painted the nursery, bought the baby gear, and imagined our lives with this new precious bundle of joy. Not knowing if I was having a boy or a girl, I imagined what I was having. I imagined what he or she would look like. Images of who they would become drifted by frequently. Then the contractions began. Twelve hours later, I sat in the hospital bed holding my tiny baby girl for the first time. I could not grasp how God had intricately put her together the way that he had. I again thought of all my hopes and dreams I had for her. As the days went by, I would wonder, Would she love Jesus as much as I do? Would I do a good enough job to share Jesus with her? Every mother has hopes and dreams for their child. Some mamas like to take it a little farther and become helicopter moms and drive their children in the direction they have planned. Some dads take their kids out to play sports in hopes that their child will become the next best professional athlete. All parents have hopes and dreams for their kids, but unless the child wants that too, they will go their own way. Our hopes and dreams for them are only as good as the desire the child has to put into them. This is how I recently heard predestination explained. That God, from the moment he created you, knit you together in your mother's womb, has had a hope for your life. A hope that you will accept his son as your Lord and Savior and spend eternity with him. However, free will steps in and it's our choice if we accept this perfect gift or not. Paul shares in the 8th chapter of Romans about the concept of predestination. Romans 9, 29-30 of the NIV says, For those God foreknew, He also predestined, to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Growing up as a Presbyterian, I believe predestination meant God decided who would go to heaven and who would go to hell. It felt kind of like a factory line of being created and God saying, yep, this one's going to heaven with me forever. And nope, this one's going to hell. I struggled with this idea for many years. I could not grasp how a God that would go through such extremes to save humanity and bring us into a right relationship with Him through His Son would then choose that some could not come. If all are equal, how can this thought fit? Then I heard this teaching by Dr. Bill Creasy, 
who explain predestination to be like the destiny we choose for our children, but it is up to them if they decide to take it. I felt so much peace about this way of explaining predestination that I had to share it with you. But then if you read a scripture in Romans prior to this one that I mentioned, it says, The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. And that's Romans 8, 7, and 8. Then I think about Paul's conversion experience where the Bible says in Acts 9, 18, Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again and he got baptized. This makes me wonder if all non-believers have scales or blinders on their eyes. And if they do, who put them there? Did God place the blinders or did the enemy? Do we create our own blinders? Do we all begin life with blinders and then they fall off at some point in life? My mind can get really carried away with all of these thoughts. The first thought I mentioned from Dr. Bill Creasy lends more to the theological idea of free will. But many church fathers would argue and say that God chose who would spend eternity with him, and that's election or predestination. There have even been pastors who have refused to do altar calls just in case the wrong person got saved. There are many thoughts on this idea, and they range in a large spectrum. I, along with many others, have still not come to a conclusion. This is one of those topics we may just have to be okay with not knowing this side of eternity. I would love to know where you land on this. Have you heard of any other ideas? Please share them with me. You can share them in the comments on the podcast, or you can go back to my website and share them there. I also have a poll that you can answer there as well. But before I conclude, I want to share a quote with you from JesusPlusNothing.org in reference to Spurgeon. It says, Charles Spurgeon said that free will and election are like two parallel lines that don't ever seem to touch. But he said that if you follow them far enough all the way to heaven, then they do meet each other. When asked how he reconciled free will and election, Spurgeon replied, you don't have to reconcile friends. In other words, we look at the issue down here and think there is no way that both can be true. But the great Bible teachers knew that both were true and they held both. And in eternity, we shall see that the two thoughts were not against each other, but were friends. Thank you so much for listening. In the show notes, you will find several links. You'll find a link to my contact page where you can connect with me and share your prayer requests with me. You will also find a link for healing scriptures, scriptures that you can pray for yourself or for your loved ones. Again, I would love to pray for you and thanks for listening.